0: Every year, millions of global travelers flock to California in search of the world's finest cannabis.
1: Our job is to get these travelers very high and show them a great time.
0: It's not always as easy as you think.
1: Join us, your heady hosts and cannabis tour guides,
0: Victor Pino,
1: and April Black, as we spend an hour each episode trimming back the storied nuggets of life in the weed tourism game. We'll be joined by our friends, Colleagues and cannabis tourism legends from across the globe.
0: So get on board the Weed Bus, buckle up, and as always, smoke them if you got them. You're about to get high on tour with Victor Pino
1: and April Black. <laughs>
0: And welcome to another episode of High on Tour with Victor Pino and April Black. We're here this week with our amazing friend, N'Gaio Balaam, comedian Woo! and friend of the cannabis industry. How are you, Ingaio? How are you, April? I'm
2: great. I'm great. How are you? I'm, oh, how are you? Hi.
0: <laughs> Everybody's already well into their smoke for the episode. Um, so let's get started. How's uh, how, What are you smoking on, Ingaio?
2: You know, I don't know. I have a jar of something here that says, it says uh, nitro something or other, but I'm pretty sure I'm reusing this jar. So I think it might be something I grew or something somebody gave me. It's weed. It's weed. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm smoking pot. You're smoking yep. weed, I'm smoking pot.
2: Uh-huh. I'm going to have some grass later and then some friends that come over and we're going to do some reefer.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, man, I've been looking all over for a lid. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We were talking about this. Earlier. I know a guy. What is, you get the what five
2: is a lid? lid? For like ten bucks.
0: What is a lid?
1: Five finger lid.
0: A five finger lid. What if you got fat five fingers? Are you giving away weed? You always want a guy with fat fingers. Yeah, totally. For a variety of reasons. Well, that's like the first um,
1: thing you look for when you're looking for a lid: is a guy with fat
2: fingers. Technically, a lid is an ounce, but it was called a lid because they would just pile it up on like a like a shoebox lid. Uh huh. So enough of that to f- cover that was a lid. Ah. Or you hold the bag up and you put like three fingers or four fingers, right? The four-finger mm-hmm. lid, mm-hmm. five-finger lid, three-finger lid, mm-hmm. because it was a way of eyeballing. This is before digital scales were readily available. I'll take uh, weed nerd talk for 400
0: Alex. <laughs> In what year did we right? stop using the weigh scale? the, oh, the Postal have we stop no, the post remember the little postal dinghy scales, you know the little, no, little yeah. yeah you, uh, you, you gotta check scale. it. the hand scale yeah, that thing was really just shady as all heck. I don't even know if they were regulated. Um, that's why
2: you have to check it. a dollar weighs a gram, everybody
1: <laughs> yep I um, so I sold my triple beam before I moved to New Jersey.
0: the triple beam Smart. what are you were you breaking bad like what is
1: <laughs> Well, I was selling weed and I just didn't trust the digital all the time. Uh. Oh, and I spider. had a triple I beam. I mean, it just, you know, it fit right under my little space where I kept all my stuff.
2: A triple beam, like, you know, if you got a digital scale, you can be like, well, I'm on a diet. I'm watching what I eat. I do a lot of baking. If you got a triple beam, they're trying to get you for intent to sell right
1: away. <laughs> I'm into science. Okay. I stole this from my biology class.
0: <laughs> then they get you for fair theft. enough. Felonious <laughs> theft. That's felony theft. I was just saying, say it's over $500.
1: <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally.
0: Oh, man. So, uh, and Gaio, you're going to be at the Emerald Cup this weekend, right?
2: Yes, I will be. God willing, in the river don't rise, I will be at the Emerald Cup this weekend, Friday, Saturday. And, well, Saturday and Sunday, I guess. You uh, have, I get into town Friday night.
0: You have a very special role in the Emerald Cup. What are you doing for us this year?
2: I'm the host and MC, oh. uh for the umpteenth consecutive year. Do you know um, how, how many
0: years you've one. been doing it? Ooh,
2: 10, 12, 13. Yeah. A few. I mean, I went to one a long, long time ago when it was in uh, Area 101 Uh uh, and did a set. And then I started hosting um, when it was at Area 101. Like the last year was at Area 101 and then the one year at Matil. So those are my first and second years. And then it's been in Santa Rosa. So it's at least eight or nine, maybe ten I don't know. We all smoke weed, dog. We just show up when we're
0: supposed to. Yeah. I, I know. It's it. like
1: 10, 10 to 13 years in weed years.
0: For our listeners who don't know, the Area 101 the area one hundred one that uh is referring to is actually a little parcel of land north of uh, Laytonville, California. Yes. It's right off of the 101. It's like on the 101. And it's it's literally the gauntlet that you you drive to, you know, back in the day you used to drive the weed down from Humboldt and Mendo and the Emerald Triangle. And uh, you know, the Area 101 is a little roadside amazing piece of history. It's the beginnings uh, you know it, it, it was it, it housed the beginnings of the Emerald Cup. And now the Emerald Cup has moved on to greater and bigger things. And of course, with Ngayo's support. So um Engayo, still with us. I'm still with you. All right, yes. good, good, My good. support. It was you your couldn't support. do it without me. Couldn't do it without you. Um, <laughs> that's
2: that's a lie. I'm very <laughs> honest and thankful that the Emerald Cup continues to have me, and they let me be a judge three or four years. And uh, we're going to do the – so the Harvest Ball is in uh, next week, and then in – I think they said sometime in the spring, late March,
0: uh-huh.
2: they're going to do the Emerald Cup Awards in Los Angeles.
0: What is yeah. – uh, you're a judge, though, this year, right? Is what you I heard you say.
2: I'm not a judge this year. I have been a judge in past years. I did not apply this year because I'm going to be in Spain uh-huh. with the International Cannabis Business Conference Series in March. And that's prime judging season this year. So I didn't I didn't like, yeah, I'd like to judge all your weed, but I'm not going to be at any of the meetings. You know, when you judge, it's a time commitment. It's you work. Drive it
0: is. Up. It's a lot of work. You
2: got to Drive up to Leightonville and do some things. You got to argue. I'm not saying that it got physical, but yeah, uh, you just got to stand up for what you
1: think is what you like and you got to stand up for it.
2: That's right. Not not
1: everyone likes the same stuff. I've been a judge for Emerald Cup and other other events, and it is not for the faint of
2: heart. No, no. I've judged some Emerald Cups, uh, a couple of High Times Cups. I threw the the first cannabis cups in L.A., although we're not allowed to call them cannabis cups because High Times has. The oh,
1: yeah. No, they don't the do that card. anymore. They don't like they don't run under people's asses anymore about that because I saw a lot of events called cannabis cups and
2: yeah. it doesn't even we, matter you know, anymore. I remember may have those over, days. overrun the lawyers. You know how we do.
0: Like everybody yeah. just
2: calls
1: it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, know, you yeah. can't yeah. see everybody. At that I'm, point, it's like and, it's, and pu- it's
0: public domain. Cannabis cup yeah. becomes ours.
1: <laughs> no, they used to send out the cease and desist letters, though, to everybody.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. We hard. were the
2: Los Angeles Medical Cannabis Cup. So I remember but that. that was, we were the first ones in LA. We we did three in a row, and then I kind of retired from that. It was hard. It was fun, though.
1: It's it was hard. Fun. Yeah, people it's, don't
0: understand. If you take that, if you take the judging seriously, which you should, a, a, an event
1: Yeah, it's really hard. It's,
0: it's really hard. And then you add the element of having to smoke 70, 70 grams of concentrate in like three days. I mean, jeez. <laughs>
2: Uh, when I did the High Times Cup in Denver in 2014, um, there was a dude who was assigned indica dabs. Oh,
1: oh my God. And,
2: I, and we got all the samples late. So he had like a week to do like oh. 50 indica dabs. And he said to me, he said, yeah, man, yesterday I had to do some molly just to pick up the energy a little wow. bit. <laughs> wow.
0: Wow. <laughs> in years where I've judged, it's just becomes, it's just like by the second day, you're like, what? Are you just like, you're 30 minutes into the second day, you're like, 25 dabs in already and you're like what am i doing here is this even real like like what am i even checking what am i even looking for in these straight you just you just get lost in the sauce literally and uh you have
2: to, you have to be careful like when, when i first my first time judging the emerald cup you know all right here take these 200 trains home come back next week with some ideas and uh, I was a little overwhelmed for a minute because it was a lot. You have to smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, Like yeah. seriously, it's not just like, oh, we're just going to smoke weed all day. You have to, you know, write notes and and stare at it and f- sit around and see how it feels and everything. You don't want to rush everything. Uh, and uh, I forgot what I was going to say because I just smoked a joint. And then- You're
0: smoking a lot of weed. You're smoking like 50, 60 entries in a couple days. Yeah, I got cleanser palette.
1: Oh, so you to so- much stuff.
2: The second year I did it, I told my friends, I'm hosting a roll cup. And they're like, man, I'd love to do that. I was like, all right, come over and bring snacks. Yeah. Right. You can help. And so they come over and we start smoking weed and then, you know, half hour, five strains into it. Oh, man,
0: I'm high. I got to go home. I'm like, what are you talking about? I got to smoke at least 15 more today.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, like, man.
0: Yeah. If we're going to make the cut, like we got it. We got it. We got numbers yeah. to run here.
2: It's a job, huh? It
0: is work. It's a job. But well, first you know, I mean,
1: you check everything by sight and you look, right, and then you smell it and then you kinda of yeah. separate it into the piles.
2: Yeah. I mean definitely a lot of times you can look at it and smell it and be like, Well, this is this is clearly has a chance. Or you smell it, you're like, This probably doesn't have a chance, but you still have to smoke it because the flavor may be incredible mm-hmm. and the effects may be top notch and it may override the fact that it doesn't really smell
1: Totally, totally great. Or it may be like you know, a strain that's not in your flavor profile, but you know, like that's a pretty good version of that. Yeah. So you gotta give it credit.
2: There was a strain one year that almost got cut, and I saved it uh because you can get like a judge's save, right? <laughs> if there's one that you think everybody ignored that was really quality. And so I saved it into the top fifty, and then it came in like twelfth place because it was very subtle. It was like a chocolate haze or a chocolate
0: like a chocolate.
2: No, it wasn't chocolate, it was like chocolate. I can't remember the other word, but it was a very chocolatey, very chocolatey flavor, and but it was a very subtle flavor. But it was a really, really, really nice high, and uh, so it almost, you know, it almost didn't get seen because everything else is so bright and shiny, and you had to take time to really get into it. But once it got into the upper echelons where people could really take more time to smoke weed, it did really, really well. It was from it was from uh, Bon Vivant Farms.
0: Oh, those guys are up in Mendo.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, they're great. They're fantastic. It was a chocolate something. or other. I can't
0: remember what it was. That's awesome. But it was great. Um, April, I chocolate wanted... hashberry. Chocolate yeah. hashberry. I, I was going to ask oh, so April
1: it was like a chocolatey berry deliciousness.
0: Oh
2: man, it was so good.
0: I was going to so ask good. April to take the lead on the next question because I, I do have a lot of questions for Ngaio. and I. Well, don't wanna... yeah,
1: I know, and I know you will just and I will just run girl, away with, with them. Rapid yeah. Fire. Well, me personally, I have the greatest appreciation for stand-up comedy, and I think that is the sacred art of all of the dramatic arts, all of the arts, Comedy is the most sacred. And I just want to hear a little bit of your story to the stage and how you got started in uh,
2: stand-up. No other marketable skills. I I was a theater and music, well, music and theater major in, in college, and people were always telling me I'm funny. I used to memorize a lot of... Uh, other comedians' bits, right? You know, you do Bob Newhart or or Richard Pryor, or Red Fox, oh, or whatever. Right. Uh, and people were like, "Well, you should you should do stand comedy." I was like, "Ah, I don't know, I don't really know." But then I became a street performer because those guys make cash, uh, and so I learned to juggle and <laughs> I became a a high average street performer. As jugglers go, I'm very funny. And then I was like, all right, well, maybe I'll start. I started hitting open mics and seeing what was going on. I was like, you know what? I probably could do that. So I wrote like five minutes and it was terrible, uh, but I'm charming. And so I thought maybe I could have a career if I could tighten up these jokes a little bit. So 34 years later. Here I am hosting the Emerald Cup and the International Cannabis Business Conference and Seattle Hemp Fest, and I had a show on Netflix and all that, all that kind of stuff. You've definitely yeah. had staying power. It's out okay.
0: Yeah, I was. I follow was, my Patreon, everybody. <laughs> you're, yeah. yeah, follow his Patreon, donate because art is art needs to be paid for too. You know, yeah,
1: you got to pay living artists. You know, yeah. a lot of people are like paying dead artists. You know, right? Pay huh? them while
2: they're still alive. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, y'all give me hey, flowers while I'm alive.
0: So we can afford
2: to stay alive.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I I remember when I met you too. It was like 2007, and it was the Stoney Awards. They were having them in LA. Yeah. And I think you were giving out an award, or maybe you were hosting. Probably both. Yeah, probably both, knowing high times events in those days. Like, how much you can do? Okay. (laughs) Give it to you.
2: And how little can you do it for? No. Oh,
1: can we pay you in weed? Can we pay you in weed? Well, anyway, and we were like hanging out at that, some mansion party with that mystery guy. Do you remember that?
2: Oh, yeah. The pickup artist guy? Yeah. God. Jesus
1: Christ. <laughs> that was a long time ago. That's all I have to
0: say about that. I'm not even going to yeah. interject there. I'm just going to leave that one there for everybody. Nope,
1: I was yeah. just saying, I remember when I met you and yep. that's that was funny.
0: So that and Guyo's Gai- Gai- been on our tours before, and I gotta I gotta tell a story because this is a good one. Do you remember the first time you went on our you know you hosted one of our tours at Emerald Farm Tours? When I got my phone stolen and yes. I was of late. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I was I was thinking about this a little while ago. I was like, you know, I, I was telling April, and I'll tell our our listeners here, you came running down Market Street like full sprint, like your jacket was like. Out, like flying in the air you were you were you were hauling so fast to to catch up to the bus which we were about like we didn't know where you were we didn't have a way to reach you we were calling I didn't you. Have a phone. yeah you didn't have a phone but <laughs> we didn't know that we're on market street waiting to leave with a bus full of people and they're like we're like i'm ready to apologize to everybody like yo and Gaio just then make it and <clears> here he comes just like Gah! he's like raging down market street and i was just like He's here, <laughs> made a you know, perfect, you know, an, a, you know, an on-brand entrance for a
2: That's called making an entrance right there. <laughs> Although I'm usually early for shows. That's how it is. Right? Don't, <laughs> don't be late for shows. Be a professional.
0: Even um, if you're high. Yeah, totally. Um, and then, you know, we had a great time. We've had a couple different, a few different tours where we've had you yeah. featured and we've had a really good time. We've been all over the city, um, you know, just kind of sharing good times and having you lead us because you're from San Francisco. Born and raised. Born and raised in San Francisco. Archbishop
2: Burton High School until I was asked to leave. and so then I uh, finished at Mission High. Roosevelt Middle <laughs> School, Anza <laughs> Elementary, which is Raul Wallenberg traditional high school now. Madison Elementary. Watoto Weusi uh preschool when I was a young kid.
0: Wow. You wow. that is pretty impressive. Great memory.
2: Good memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was another there was another preschool whose name is escaping me right now, but I'm sure I can remember it in like 10 minutes.
0: It's smoke Alice more weed. Smoke more yeah. weed.
2: Yeah. Or just sit in. around, let it marinate. What are what are, my what are, computer is old and slow. What are you Thankfully your, it's not full of viruses? <laughs>
1: <laughs> blow some air on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like <laughs> a Nintendo I do, I do
2: like it when you blow some air on it.
0: Oh boy. The computer.
1: <sighs> the computer.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, what are you looking forward to? Like we got high we got uh, we got Emerald Cup in this weekend. Uh, what yeah. are the high hopes for the Emerald Cup? And Gaio's got obviously having spanned so many of them.
2: Um, I would we- like to take a selfie with E-40, first of all.
0: Okay. Oh, yeah,
2: uh, yeah. I definitely look forward to all the genetics. Uh, I always pretend that I'm going to start getting the breeding and seeding. Um, so that's one of my favorite things is all the – one of my favorite things is watching growers uh, talk and conversate uh-huh. and argue. What do they say? The only thing two growers can agree on is that the third one doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) You know what I'm looking for? Oh, man, that's the truth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, happy National Soil Day, by the way, everybody. Oh, right. I don't grow
2: weed, man. I grow soil, and the soil grows the weed, brother. (laughs) If you have good dirt, you'll have good plants, man. It's true, though. It is. It is. Not wrong. No, i wrong.
1: many people, and I think I've even said it to Victor.
0: Yeah. Hugel culture. huma culture? Hugel culture. H-U-G-E-L. Hugel culture. H-Hugel culture. Oh. It's the process of growing your soil to health so that everything else grows around it perfectly.
1: Well, you put a yeah, bunch of organic mid- materials, yeah. wood and leaves and stuff, and then you cover it.
0: Yeah, and then you break sure. it all down and, and it becomes it nutritious food for your plants.
2: Right. I'm for growing your- a biodynamic sour diesel. I call it biodiesel.
0: That's very cool. That's very cool.
2: It's gas. Are you? Where? How are you growing? You growing in the house? I'm not actually growing. Oh, uh, um, bump, bump. I have I have some seeds actually. I, I haven't decided which ones to pop. Hopefully, um, I have a homie who saved a bunch of seeds. So I got some shit from like 2001 and 98, uh-huh. and 2012 and shit. Hopefully they'll pop. We'll see.
0: Yeah, a lot of times they do. You know, they don't have 100% a hundred percent germination rate. Right? I've been oh, keeping time. them in the fridge. That's good. That's good. So. So. High hopes for the uh, f- for the Emerald Cup. Besides the genetics, I mean, you you look forward to E40. You look forward to the music. I'm sure. Yeah, um, the music. I t- mean,
2: it's just good to see everybody. It's yeah. like a signers convention, right? Cats come from all over the country and all over the world, and cats not just like grower cats or weedhead, but cats who are really into like yeah. soil yeah. and dirt and the environment and flavor. One of these problems that I'm having with a lot of this, as as much as I love. Cannabis legalization. I love smelling like weed at the Starbucks and the cops walk in and it's not a problem,
0: mm-hmm.
2: right? I love people getting out of jail. I love people having their records expunged, right? I don't think that I love this monoculture and uh, all the weed tasting like fertilizer uh-huh. and commercial pressure, uh, which is happening in California now. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and the more for- am yeah.
2: still pretty good at it. Nevada and Arizona. It's great. It's great that they have legal weed. I wish they had better legal weed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, A lot of the more. I'm talking shit
2: about your state. You heard me.
0: Yeah. A lot of the more affordable weed right now is actually being produced by these massive you know, MSOs, these massive, you know, greenhouse grows. Um, It's interesting because, you know, you're right. I mean, there used to be a time where, I I haven't been to Colorado in a long time, but there was a time where I was smoking a lot of Colorado weed and you kind of develop this, like, you you kind of know when it's Colorado weed, like you kind of can taste it in there. You know, like this high altitude, like, wispy, not as good as California bud, bud. Crispy. Yeah. Crispy, wispy weed. Um, So, but yeah, yeah, I'm hating on Colorado right now for all our Colorado listeners. Like, sorry, but not sorry. Um, It's no hate. It's a challenge. Uh,
2: One of the problems, and I don't know what we can do to change the consciousness or raise the idea on this, is that uh, regulators and states and whatnot seem to want to push cannabis into the cigarette model. Yeah. Right. But it's not. It's more like cigars or wine Uh model or fancy beer Uh or whiskey where, yes, of course, there will be some stuff that's just okay. that's kind of cheap. But really, you should be really able to get into fancy growers and vintage exotic strains and small batch weederies, you know, and I think we need more of that. We need a push toward more of that as to just walk in Grab a bag of weed. You don't even get to smell it. You don't even get to talk about yeah, it. It's just a bag like of that something anymore. that's been sitting. Man, you go to Arizona. It's all sitting in the shelf in the back, just yeah. in bags. We're like, well, who's taking care of it? That's just going to get hot. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, right? Heat and light destroy your terpenes. Like
0: the minute you cut it down, it's yours to ruin.
2: Uh, you know these these are things that will happen. People will hopefully get more into it. Legislatures will be more open minded and seeing the benefits of having things like this as opposed to just. A place to go buy weed.
0: Let's go down this road in Gaio. Let's go down the political road for a second. How do we level the playing field then for these craft growers who want to produce good product and are competing? You have to
2: allow craft dispensaries.
0: Here, here. Like you right. said,
1: the mm-hmm. weedery. Mm-hmm. I a like wheedery. the weedery. There's a right here in Paso Robles, there's a grow that's about fifteen minutes from my house. And they're going they call themselves Estate Grown Weedery. And they are putting a tasting room right there on property with the winery model, but weedery. Yeah.
2: That's I'm, that's the way though. That's that's that should be the vibe. Right? I'm surprised
0: more I'm surprised more dispensaries just don't, you know, you know, challenge it and just, just open up like lounges everywhere. I mean look. In the 215 days, it wasn't legal, but it also wasn't illegal. So, <laughs> uh,
2: I got a homie up here in Sacramento who has a, an open secret lounge, uh huh. Uh, and he just got raided. So, oh. uh, not by the feds, but by Sacramento
0: by the city. or Sacramento yeah. sheriffs or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah that's super sad. Yeah. But you know, and it doesn't it's not hurting anyone. And well, he's you know, he's he's above board, he's legit, he's got all his paperwork. Oh,
1: he's shit. providing a safe space for yeah, people.
2: Totally. You would think. You would think he was. Totally. And
1: then think about how many people like lonely people out there in the world, they go out to a bar, lonely. They you know, it's nice to be able to go somewhere and have a smoke if you're lonely. I, I think that's yeah, going to that save. Pull.
0: That's going to save retail, right? Like having a bar where you can only buy weed from that bar. Like you mark it up the, pr- yeah. you know, mark it up to the price of a beer at a bar. You know, and make some money. I mean, that's that's how you create community and also you know drive that community through you know keeping it alive with. You know, profit. I mean, sorry. That's
2: really kind of the original model. If yeah. You remember the old 215 clubs back in the day? Yeah. They were definitely social and community centers, right? right? You could go buy some cannabis, but it was also a place to sit and smoke cannabis. Yeah. And maybe meet a homie, or it was bingo night or game night, or they had peer to peer counseling yeah. or on site yeah. massage, and yeah. all it was all paid for by the, by the weed, by the cannabis sales. Yeah. But, you know, it also funded a lot of activism and it people did. fomented plans and put shit together and, you know, yeah. It's a weird conspiracy, but Look, it's, authorities it's how- can't have stoners getting together and hatching plans. <laughs> That's how you get shit like... Freedom. Oh,
1: they can't have people healing.
2: Yeah. No, you don't want that. No. You need people to stay desperate and hungry and poor all the time. And maybe a little angry so they, uh, they take their anger out on people they think they control. Anyway... <laughs>
0: in other news. (laughs) Oh man. But thank you so much for sharing that. Because again, like, you know, that, that idea of the, of the craft, uh, weedery and, and I like this idea. I like this model Canada has, they have this, uh, farm to gate. And what that means is, is basically the farmer can grow his weed on the farm and then come sell it at the gate roadside, like, you know, like a roadside stand. And Canada has developed that. by, it says like oranges, apples. Yeah, weed. Mm -hmm. Northern Lights number five. Exactly. And and I just don't, I just don't understand how, you know, again, I understand it, but it's hard to understand um, how we can have legal cannabis in California to the degree that we do, but no lounges. And in Canada, they can have, uh, legal weed, what well, they can't do is can legal sell it, but they don't, have, they don't have tourism. You know what I mean? Like it's a very weird, you know. Weed is legal federally in, yeah. Canada. in Canada. So yeah. even where it's
2: very widely accepted, like California, it's still against the law federally. And so a lot of politicians and legislatures don't want to run afoul of the feds. If you remember all right. the old federal right. raids and shit, and people actually going to prison and jail in right. 2001, 95, 2003, all that shit. Um, so they're kind of slow to deal with it or to do it because they don't want the the feds to be like, okay, that's enough. Cause remember when all the fucking cannabis clubs exploded in California, it was right around 2009, 2010, Obama had been elected. And then all of a sudden there was cannabis clubs everywhere in California. Right. And yeah. then the fans were like, okay, that's enough. And Obama signed a letter and yeah. people started shutting down and do getting raided and having problems again. Right. Because you know, cannabis people will grow like a weed um, so I think that's, that's one of the challenges and there was something else I was going to
0: say, but I just had another wrong hit. So. No, totally. Totally. And Let we'll, me know if I'm sure. talking. We'll make room for more smoke in that head of yours, uh, all the time, (laughs) all the time. Uh, but yeah, man, it's, it's, it's an interesting, uh, the way this, this whole legalization thing is shaking out across America. It's, it's definitely, we've talked about on the show before, it's creating like the 50 different flavors of legalization across the United States.
2: Sure. Uh, It's like prohibition in the old days.
0: It is, but you know, to some degree, that's why
2: you can't buy beer on Sunday in New Mexico.
0: Yeah. Or buy beer at all in, in Utah. Uh,
1: or before nine in New Jersey. <laughs> you
0: package can't buy goods beer
2: before nine. Not at the airport. In the morning or at night?
0: <laughs> April, do we have the to airport. talk about something? Like, <laughs> in the way, no, I'm Okay. Just saying so, so the New Jersey
2: airport at nine in the morning.
1: Like if you want to get a Bloody Mary before you're traveling cross country to San Francisco, let's say you can't get one until until noon. I'm sorry, you can't get one at nine. You got to wait till noon.
2: You got to wait till long time. noon. On Sundays or in general.
1: Oh, on Sundays.
2: Oh. That's so
0: weird. It is very It's weird. so
1: weird. I came across an old post. How do they that- have
0: brunch? They don't. That's why that place they is have so sad. Afternoon. They don't have brunch. Brunch is for happy No, people. they go
1: to Brooklyn for brunch. <laughs> <laughs> they go
0: to Bedsty. Uh, uh <laughs> Philly. Philly, yeah. Uh Brunch is cheaper in Philly, by the way. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was random as fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
0: Oh man! Uh, is that their new travel slogan? Come to Philly. Brunch is cheap. Brunch is cheaper.
1: Oh, that's so funny because I was watching a Come whole. Well, you know, thing free mimosas doesn't automats. cost
0: a lot of money. Free mimosas.
1: Oh, the automat. Yeah, uh, the automat was only like in New York and in Philadelphia. Do you guys know what the Automat is? No. Is that us. like
2: what they have in Amsterdam where it's just all the, it's the like machines? It's
1: like the FIBU, yeah. It's oh, like really? the FIBU yeah, yeah. machines, but the Automat was actually tasty and good. And it was a really big deal, and there's a whole documentary about it that Mel Brooks is a part of. And I just watched it, and it kind of blew my mind.
2: Man, bring it back. Bring yeah. back
1: the Automat. It was a gathering place. Everybody could go to the Automat. Everybody could go to the Automat. <laughs> and... They didn't kick bumps out either. Like if you were poor and down on your luck, they would let people take all the condiments and mix it in a thing of hot water, and they'd make a condiment soup and just let them stay in tomato
2: there all soup, like long. in the Graduate,
0: yeah, yeah or in that thing. sad or in that sad commercial.
2: I personally feel like ketchup <laughs> is the work of the devil. Oh, I hate ketchup. It shouldn't be
0: allowed anymore. No, I, I don't, that's don't like my ketchup.
1: But that was what I learned about the automat.
0: I have no comment on that. Uh, well, yeah It's to remain dog. neutral I'm going to remain like Switzerland on the ketchup conversation
1: Oh, uh, no, but watch that doc about the automat. I encourage everybody to watch it Because it's very cool
2: Speaking Victor of Victor is agnostic when it comes to the, of question. the ketchup question agnostic. Of Ketchup
0: agnostic, yeah
1: He probably puts ketchup on his hot dogs, that's why
2: On his eggs Oh <laughs>
0: who Am I some kind of evil person? Do you guys not know no. me?
1: No it's okay. You can be Switzerland on the ketchup.
0: Perfect. Now let's move on to topics of cannabis tourism. <laughs> so, <laughs> what are you going to put on the podcast?
2: We're Switzerland on the ketchup and brunch is cheaper in Philadelphia. Yeah. Welcome,
0: welcome. This is this is how we get high and go on tour. <laughs> we
1: got plenty of smoke in our brains and plenty of room for more.
0: I can't wait for the academy to review this episode.
1: No, I'm bringing it back
0: to cannabis tourism. Yeah, to- yeah, of course. So bringing it back to cannabis tourism. And, Gallo, tell us, what are your, some of oh, your wait. favorite stops along the cannabis trail? Oh, I love Barcelona. Uh, I thought the cannabis trail was in America.
1: Well, I like I the like, expanded uh, one. He's
0: like, uh, I like Barcelona. Is. I like Barcelona.
2: I like it, too.
0: But go on, Ingaio. So you like Barcelona. What do you like about oh, Barcelona? Oh, we
2: just talking about domestically? No. We're- I still no. haven't smoked weed in Michigan.
0: Whoa, really?
2: I've never really been to Michigan. Somebody send me to Detroit so I could do a full in-depth report.
0: You want to go to Detroit with me? We should just do a. Podcast oh yeah,
1: on the they road. have bomb Middle Eastern food in Detroit too. So if you want to go and eat some just killer like shawarma or falafel and stuff, Detroit I'm with it. Got I got it. homies
2: in Detroit too, and you know they have good music out there. So anytime you want to go yeah. to Detroit, you let me know. Let's do a, a high on tour comedy show.
0: Oh, that's uh,
2: Oregon's got great weed, okay. Southern Oregon specifically, especially this time of year.
0: You speaking uh-huh. uh, specifically Jaeger
2: smoke, smoke the blueberry diesel. Okay. Because mm. it's harvest time. Yeah. Um, Washington's got good coffee and okay weed. Um, lots of psychedelics, had, though. Lots of psychedelics. Portland, too. They don't give a shit. Arizona has halfway decent weed. I, I feel like it's a little expensive, but it, it wasn't bad. Nevada weed is getting better. Uh, Nevada is much easier to take when you can smoke weed openly, for uh-huh. sure. So is Phoenix. It's the yep. weather seems less bad if you're high and inside. That's a really my, and, uh, that's a great point. Phoenix has a hotel. Phoenix has a cannabis-friendly hotel.
1: Yeah, and you can smoke in the hotel. It's called the Clarendon.
2: The Clarendon. It's great, and it's kind of funny, too, because they're like, hey, you can smoke all the weed you want inside your room. Please don't smoke any cigarettes in here. <laughs> yeah. Please.
1: yeah. Please
2: don't. It's
0: the opposite it's in cool. Amsterdam. It's
1: crazy for me to see that in Phoenix because that's where I'm from. That's where I've been arrested for weed twice, and uh, right. I grew up with it. Like, you know, you can't even have two seeds in the stem. That's a felony. You get
2: five years on a stem, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: paraphernalia. So, Don't even mm-hmm. have rolling papers and no tobacco on you. Wow. No, no but you I
1: something. worked, but here's a weird thing I worked at a head shop called Trails. And the owner of it, this guy named Art Kruglik, challenged the uh, Arizona Superior Court so that he could say, and we could say, bongs in his store.
0: Oh wow! I remember. It was a violation I remember you couldn't. It couldn't rhyme First with Amendment. solar song. It couldn't rhyme with solar song. That was the that was the thing, right? You couldn't say bowler bong in the store. It couldn't rhyme solar song. <laughs> I'm
1: looking, I never heard I'm that. For one. A song. There,
0: there was a there was a when I was in school, uh, we used to go up to uh, where was it? uh, Fells Point in Baltimore. Uh, so I would come, go up from college park, drive up the, you know, the, the one or whatever, whatever way we took to get there in 95. And we'd get up to Fells Point and go to the head shops there. And there was a head shop very early on in the days, uh, where they had a sign on the window. Like if it it can't rhyme with solar song, don't call it that. And I, that stuck with me forever. And, uh, yeah, it's just very like, look how far we've come guys.
1: It's been a long, crazy, wild ride. Yeah, we've come
2: hella far, actually. Uh, wasn't Phoenix also the place where they had the Super Bowl that one year and the one guy sold uh, weed? He went and bought the tax stamps and yeah, he sold weed at the yeah. Super Bowl?
1: I have tax stamps. I have them in frame.
2: Wow. But yeah. he got arrested for it. But did he get off?
1: He got off.
2: But then they, they amended the law, right?
1: Yeah. And then they said, oh, we're going to take that away. i oh. <laughs>
2: Now, I that would be. That would amazing. Yep. Very smart yeah. of them to figure it out. Yep, yep.
0: Where else? Where okay. else, Singaya? Where else do you like to smoke weed? Where's Where's a cannabis tourism destination you like to return to every every so often?
2: Uh, okay, but, well, let's go with some. Uh, I like San Antonio <coughs> more than Riverwalk. I like Austin. Riverwalk. Uh, their weed laws are very liberal, especially for Texas. Um, last time I met a weed person out there, they had five or six or seven or eight different kinds of cannabis, and you can carry around like five or seven grams without any problems. Amazing. Uh, right? Right. Texas, uh, yeah. And, and the food is good. So for In Texas, I like San Antonio. Um, Nashville, also a great eating town. Uh-huh. And if you can find some cannabis, it was all pretty good, actually. It was coming out of Colorado and California. That's always that the funny Nashville, thing to me when I go somewhere. Nashville. I'm always trying to smoke the local weed and then yeah. I buy some weed.
0: I'm like, where's this weed from? They're like, oh, it's from California. I was like, man, I could have brought this. <laughs> I know. The, the Nashville Bobby scene. was just
1: in Nashville.
0: Yeah, the Nashville scene has smoking, uh like, like what are they, like Delta 9, Delta 8? Yeah,
1: they have like little Delta trailers. 8. Delta 8. Yeah, Delta 8, Delta 8. Delta 8 and CBD trailers, like right out there on all those Nashville streets.
0: On the streets of where Nashville. All the honky
1: ton- where all the honky tonks are, I guess. I don't know.
0: How does that how does that play over well? Like, does that play over well, I guess is the question. I mean, how does that play over in, in Nashville? Like are people There's
1: like throwing
0: throwing eyes, you know, daggers for eyes at those guys? Like what is what is happening? Like I guess the locals are there.
2: No. They, no. In, it's more of a baby step, right? In the same way that medical cannabis kind of opened it up and made it easier for people to accept legalized weed in California and in Oregon and Washington. The, this Delta nine, this Delta eight, these CBDs, they make it easier for people to accept cannabis as just an everyday thing, right? Because there's a lot of people now, especially using CBD. People mm-hmm. would never mess with weed, love it. You know, CBD, CBD is CBD the gateway drug. CBD melatonin gummy, right before bedtime. Uh, CBD yeah. is the gateway cannabinoid. Yeah.
0: Because
2: and then you teach them about the entourage effect, and it blows their mind.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All of so it. You the don't the back
1: need wall. the side effects, Victor. You got me. Yeah, of course.
0: Of course.
2: <laughs> I thought you said side effects. I always say cannabis is one of the only drugs that people will uh, use for the side effects.
0: Uh-huh. The no
1: kidding. That's good.
0: I smoke to forget guys. <laughs>
1: you just smoke to forget. I, I, to I for- forgot to smoke to forget.
0: <laughs> um, and where are you headed off to this year? You said uh, in the coming year, you're going to ICBC. You're going to be in Spain, in Berlin, right? Berlin, you're I'm gonna, gonna
2: go- be in. We're gonna be in Barcelona in March. We're gonna be in Berlin in July. Okay. Uh, I'm Are you be in what Sacramento?
0: Is, what is your What at is your the jam? last limited
2: comedy club? Oh, okay. oh, tell us
0: that. Tell us that. Tell us that. Give us the whole rundown. You're gonna be in Sacramento when again? In January,
2: mid-January. It's like the 13th, the 14th, the 14th, the 15th. Whatever that Friday and Saturday is. Okay. Well, we'll see. Wait. Okay, January 27th. I'm at the Crest Theater with Steph Tolov and Craig Conant. and that's the 27th, and that's a. Friday. So the sixteenth
0: is a Friday, right? Or Saturday. Of January? Of January. No.
2: Don't get everybody confused. Uh oh. And then uh <laughs> I got other gigs here and there. Follow my Patreon, NG io four two zero. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that good shit. That's Are you
1: going to have some uh, time to walk around and chill in Barcelona?
2: Yeah. Oh, in Bar- I'm staying a few extra days. So I'm going up right before Spanabis. So the International Cannabis Business Conference, by the way, which is can- uh, Europe's largest cannabis B2B. We can do Berlin and Barcelona. Uh, Did you Berlin's just say Barcelona.
0: Barcelona? Did you just no, throw that the, in, in there? That's how they say it. Thank you. Muchas yeah. gracias,
2: Bienvenidos yeah. al Barcelona. See? That's La exactly how they do yeah. So you
1: have, so you've really need time. So can I just offer you two suggestions? Yes. All right. So uh, the travel dude, Rick Steves, who's like on PBS. Love Rick Steves. gotta love him. Oh yeah. And he's a we. He's a hero. I- hero. hmm He really pisses off those fucking conservative nerds. And I love it. So um, he has an app called Audio Europe. And he has all kinds of great destinations on there. He has Barcelona on there. And he has these uh, self-guided walking tours. And you could download the walking tours, put one of your earbuds in, and he'll give you a turn-by-turn walking tour with him narrating and saying, look at this building. It was built here, blah, 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 blah. If you look at this sign, the sign is made by Picasso. If you look over here, this is a blah, blah, blah. So it's really cool to check that out.
2: I should talk to him and uh, get him to help me produce one for owners.
1: You should. If you
2: turn right here, you'll be at Dr. Deuce, uh Cannabis Social Club in Barcelona. Tell them Gaio sent you.
0: Uh, yeah, Gaio, we, yeah. we, we should work on that together, bud, right here. On the, <laughs> just, just, uh, let's work on the Emerald Farm Tour app that's going to drive My rates are you.
2: very reasonable, totally. and I'll be in Barcelona in March.
0: <laughs> just start
2: taking videos <laughs> check out, But check that you out. out. We can do Vegas, too.
1: But, yeah, check that out. And then if you have more time, you can even go up north and go to, like, Figueras, and they have the Salvador Dali Museum.
2: That's fancy. I keep trying to leave Barcelona but every time I'm in Barcelona I never want to leave Barcelona. You get pulled back yeah. in. Yeah. I get. Oh, it's, it's so a beautiful exciting. place. Last time I was there I was like I'm going to I'm going to spend like 3 days in Barcelona and then I'm going to spend like 4 or 5 days in Madrid or take the train somewhere But and you never leave. 3 days in Barcelona I'm like you know what man there's a couple of things I wanted to do and some people I wanted to see and there was this art gallery thing. Yeah you know i'm just going to stay here for another 4 or 5 days because it's
0: part because of world, it's, beautiful. Yeah, it's beautiful it's beautiful tranquilo it's beautiful um spain, spain is great europe is great uh the scene out there is burgeoning right now um it yeah. feels very like very much like you know california did 10 15 years ago right now um it's been cool i got a lot of friends and family out there that are just just growing a ton of weed and just it's the thing now so weed and
2: wine yeah
0: so they love seeds send your friends in europe some seeds they love that brah spanish
2: this is like genetic seeds heaven it's yeah. all the yeah. Seed yeah.
1: It's yeah. everything yeah.
2: all of them from all over and then there's always a few like random cats who are just like home breeders and they got some <laughs> crazy exotic I, I made this in my closet yeah. blah, 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 blah. Yeah. but it's fire it's all fire everybody's so beautiful. fire it's all
0: fire. Have you been to Spain's little cousin to the, to the West? Have you been to Portugal before?
2: No, my daughter loves Portugal and she keeps talking it up. And once again, it's just hard for me to leave Barcelona. One time I had a chance to go, but I was flat, flat broke. And I was like, I can't spend. It's not in the
0: budget. Let me give you but, a, there's uh, a traveler. Here's a high on tour traveler pro tip. If you're leaving the Bay area, there's a direct flight three times a week to Lisbon fly SFO to Lisbon, take a day or two in Lisbon and then fly over to uh to Barcelona Barth- from there. Mm. There's your pro tip. High on tour.
2: That's a great trip. trip That's trip. smart. I'm a yep.
0: and it's cheaper than flying the double leg out of New York or whatever.
2: Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. That's a good idea. Thank you.
0: Yeah. Thank
1: you now so much. Now what airline would that be?
0: That'd be the Portuguese national airline also flying double-coded with United. I think it's tap airport jewel with United. They operate that as out of SFO. It's how I fly to Europe.
2: I've been to the airport in Lisbon.
0: Oh, you've been through even So you've seen don't... that, that mess. It's a, it, I mean, Europe European airports can be great and they could be orderly like they are in, you know, Amsterdam, or Germany, they or they could be the Lisbon airport. Exactly.
1: Or Heathrow is terrible. Yeah.
2: So. I can't. I can't speak on either of those. Oh no, yeah. Just, you,
1: you, yes, you can avoid that one. But if you're going to go to the Portugal, Lisbon is where you go. Yeah,
2: totally. Apparently so. Did you know? I looked it up for no reason at all. Um, you can live in Port-
0: you go? Portugal and get yeah.
2: like an extended visa if you can prove that you make 805 euros a, a month. Really from whatever you can get a work permit and everything. And then after seven years, you can apply for citizenship. Yeah, that
0: I know they're, they're pretty easy, direct line to citizenship. If you, if you meet the criteria. Yeah.
2: Uh, Yeah. yeah, $804 a month. You can prove that.
0: I literally was looking at the criteria recently because, you know, for those of you that don't know, I am Portuguese and I do have citizenship over there. Um, Do you? Oh yeah, totally. Um, But we could get married if you'd like. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, but totally. yeah, my- I could
1: officiate.
0: <laughs> I can't too. I'm Universal Life Church. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so they—they, they, I was surprised because there's no page, there's no website at, on the American infrastructure for our for our immigration system that is as concise in a simple and bulleted as the one in for the Portuguese nationality and national Americans
2: are trying to keep people out. Yeah, It's just like, there, it's like, here's what you,
0: here's what you have to hit, hit this criteria and you're good to go. Fill out the paperwork and pay your, what is it? 250 euro. And you're good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's relatively inexpensive and their drugs are
0: decriminalized all the time everywhere. And it's like the police literally abide by that anywhere you are in the country. There's no, there's no rogue officers there. They're trying to do as little as possible.
2: As well, they should. There's no reason to be bothering people for small amounts of drugs.
0: No. And big festivals happen out there. What are they, a boom fest? They got, uh, they've done a bunch. Of, there's a bunch of big major European festivals that are escaping my mind right now. Uh, Portugal seems to be a haven for good music and drugs.
2: Wow. There's, uh, we should just go tomorrow. Then.
0: Yeah. Let's book a flight.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm on my way. I'm on my way. I can't because I'm doing the Emerald Cup. And we'll uh, be at
0: the Emerald Cup too. We'll be at the Emerald yeah, Cup. we'll be there with you, buddy. be at
2: the Emerald Cup, see? Yeah,
0: see how it works. And we'll yeah. uh, as speaking of the Emerald Cup, let's let's swing back on that on that topic for a second. Um come check us out. April and I will be uh, this is an invitation to our our listeners and an invitation to you and Gaio. Come check us out in the area 101 to, uh, you know uh, tent or it's not a tent, it's actually No, a, it's in
1: Finley Hall, it's in this, Hall year. this year. In Finley Hall
0: this year in on in the Santa Rosa uh, in the, in the Sonoma County, uh, fairgrounds. So we're in Finley hall. Come check us out. We are going to have the high on tour podcast booth, uh, you know, up and running. We'll be doing interviews of some of the OGs and taking down the oral history, the narrative of what it was like to live in Mendocino and the Emerald triangle, you know, just yesteryear, right? Like last year, the last two three decades is, has been a lot of change for a lot of folks, and, and it's going to be really important for us uh, to tell that story down the line when those That's folks awesome. are no longer here. So, you know, getting the oral narrative, getting the oral tradition down on tape is really what we're about this this time at the Emerald Cup. So, hot um, on tour, getting the oral. Get- <laughs> Yes, but in other news, (laughs) we're trying to record this podcast on site, and it's you can't just
2: be walking around up to the OGs like, "Hey, would you like to give us the oral,
0: (laughs) your oral narrative history?" We're trying um, to get um, this down on tape. We're
1: looking for. Can I record it? Oral history. Can I record it? (laughs) Can (laughs) Can I
0: record it? Oh man. Uh, but,
1: oh, don't you gonna have me ask them and then you'll be like, I'm gonna record it.
0: So you're setting ah, in, ah, That's <laughs> the old hitchhiker <laughs> bait and switch. The old bait <laughs> and switch, right? You 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 set them up, I and swing then them out. Five
2: other hippies come oh, running diamond. out from behind the tree. <laughs> oh man.
0: <laughs> with dogs, with like a bunch of dogs and a base, bass, stand up bass, stand up bass. <laughs> It's like, uh, it's really funny. The things you see along, I've seen that along the 101, right? You've seen guys like just hitchhiking along the 101 up in Mendocino and, and, and uh, the Emerald Triangle, just generally. And around harvest season, you used to see like the dude on the bike, or not a harvest season, planting season. You'd see the dude on the bike with the amendments on his shoulders riding up the 101, you we've oh, yeah. all seen yeah. that, wow. like dude, like just biking up the 101 to Willets from wherever the hell he came from with the bag of nutrients on his back. Bro. He swore <laughs> off
2: internal combustion engines because they're bad for the planet,
0: or he got a DUI. You never know.
2: Or he got a DUI, <laughs> but he told everybody he swore off <laughs> gasoline. Engines.
0: I'm doing this for my health, and and the judge, <laughs> and the judge. <laughs> so yeah uh, this is good times here on high on tour the podcast high is going going well as swimmingly thank as ever yeah, thank you so much for joining us and guy it's always great to see your breath of fresh air
2: oh thank you it's always good to hear your voice it's always good to see you. I look forward to seeing y'all at the Emerald Cup and at some other things I'm sure we'll all be at some other events and we'll talk about it for for greatness
0: and I'd love oh, to yeah. I'm gonna invite myself onto your podcast
2: Yes, I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back uh, probably a couple more weeks. I'm bringing back the podcast. And also, I'm throwing a fancy pants, cannabis-infused uh, chef dinner uh, dinner party at my house on the 17th. Um, Everybody's 17. going to Angayo's house. Well, no, you g- you have to buy a ticket. There's Daft Punk seats. is playing. We can't feed all the people who would show up.
1: Like, how big's your house? Enough to <laughs> s- enough support
2: to Daft
0: Punk. I heard dinner. Daft Punk would no, be that's
1: there. that's great. That's great. <laughs> Dad, I think that's fuck. so cool. I think that's going to be a hit.
0: That was like a, be a good time. A bunch of people were hitting me up. Like, did you know Fleetwood Mac is going to be at the Emerald Cup? I'm like, Mac did you read Fleet that? Mac Wood. It's Fleet Mac Wood. Like, They're
1: DJs <laughs> that spin Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks vibes to dance music. And it's so fucking good. I love it.
0: Fleet Macwood. Yeah. It's like, like that sounds like a pimp. It's like Black Sabbath. Well, Black you know, Sack Blaboth. Isn't that like the the knockoff cover band? Yeah,
1: just think, just think Shaw's, Captain's hats, feathers.
0: And um, house music.
1: Top hats, tambourines, but house music. And scarves,
2: long scarves.
1: Oh scarves. Yeah. Stevie yeah. Nick's esque attire.
2: Yeah. There you go again. You say you want your freedom.
1: Yeah. And you just spin around. Lots of spinning. That's
2: all.
0: Sequin, so all so I don't those.
1: know. I don't know if that crowd's actually going to make it to the Emerald Cup, but I happen to love them. Are so they playing I, Saturday
2: or Sunday? Because I'll, I'll playing Saturday
1: I- night. But I also recommend Mr. Lee Fields if you like soul music, because there's this I whole. Do like yeah. Listen, they
2: always have top music there. It's Ooh, always been
1: great. Yeah. Tim Blake this one loves I'm really music. Excited
0: about. No, totally. That the whole festival has always been about the weed and the music and the culture. But I think yeah, that, that that component of the music has been it's super always a good mix. Super important to Tim Blake and the whole and all the folks throwing the event. So
2: that is one of the things that I truly appreciate about the Emerald Cup Harvest Ball and the Emerald Cup and the attitude of, of these event producers in particular is that they are really here to celebrate the plant. Yeah. You know, it's not to really to celebrate getting high. That's a part of it. It's not. It's not. I don't know. It's it's a it's a party with a purpose. You yeah, know what yeah I mean?
1: like imagine a pot leaf, and you have all these different reasons why. You know, yeah. getting high is just one of it. It's for the exactly. community, and it's for the education, and
2: it's. Right. it's a party, but weed is the guest of honor. Oh yeah, it's a celebration. That's how of it. her. We're here to celebrate. Weed.
0: I come for the trapping.
1: <laughs> oh, Victor. What? We will not be trapping. <laughs> At
2: our little... Do people dude. even still trap anymore, uh, dude? Have you seen 2006? like last yeah, people, last year? Do.
0: Last year at the Emerald Cup, I swear to God, there was a dude who like just got there and threw up a like out table and was just like trapping seeds off the table, like dead up in the middle of the Emerald Cup. I was like, "Power to you, bro." Word.
1: Oh, I figured they'd be
2: like backpack trapping.
0: Fortune favors the bulk. Now I remember in the earlier days
2: of the Emerald Cup and some of these California cannabis fests. Dudes would show up with pounds. Yeah. Like it wasn't a Turkey C. bags
1: all Deal. rolled open on their little booths. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used to be. I it mean, was they like. still have kind of sessions and shit like that out here in SAC that are, you know, loophole yeah. uh gray market areas. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's always a good
0: time. Back before uh, legalization, the last. Uh, 420 on hippie Hill was the last time I saw kind of the debauchery that happened that ensued there. That used to ensue there. Um, that was when you used to walk down to hippie Hill from any part of the park. And there was just dudes with like, you know, bags of pounds just open on the ground in front yeah. of them. Just, you know, it was, it's a, psh. yeah, these it's are, like that, these that were the good old in, uh, days. In Copenhagen. Yeah. Mariana. Totally. Yeah. Wow. Is that the name of the town? What's I the think town that's name? what, Mariana? yeah. Mariana and Copenhagen. Yeah, totally. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Hey, um, I hate to cut it short because No, I, we're gonna cut it short right now. We're gonna so cut it. Yeah, we're right just
1: gonna now. ask you for your hot take.
0: Yeah, this is the hot take moment. You jumped to the jump to the conclusion. Um oh, okay. we gotta get you the map. Good mat. timing. Cool. Um so yeah, let's go ahead and uh, ask you in Gaio Balaam, Balaam, Sorry, In Gaio Belam, I always do that. My apologies. Inga uh, In Inga Belum, tell there us what is your high-on take hot tour, high on tour hot <laughs> take for the episode. Give us anything you need, anything you want to tell us. Thirty seconds, go for it, my friend. Uh,
2: there's a bunch of things people should grow more sativas, even though it takes longer. Uh, just charge a little more because some of us with undiagnosed ADHD really need sativas. Let's let's put that out there. Uh, stop over fertilizing your weeds to make it look prettier in the jar. Make sure it tastes good. THC is not the end all be all of good cannabis. No cannabis over like 23% has ever won the Emerald Cup. Your sweet spot is 17 to 19% with a bunch of terpenes. All the terpenes you can get. Terpenes more important than THC, although I do like THC a lot. Entourage effect is real. Uh, Flat Earth isn't. That's what I have to say. And neither <laughs> and, are birds.
1: Oh, yeah, neither are birds. birds and are not where, real. where can people find you?
2: In my skin. Also on all the social media, ngai 420 is the thing for – that's for Twitter. That's for Instagram. Uh, I'm on Snapchat, but Snapchat, but I mostly lurk. Um, I also huh. have a Facebook page, and you can you know, just send me an email, ngai 420 at Yahoo if you really want. Oh, and support my Patreon, which is also ngai 420 Patreon.com slash NGAIO420.
0: You can get in for as little as a dollar. That is incredible. Thank you so much. Ingaio Bielam. Thank you so much for everything you do for this industry and this community and this entire world and the world, your, your humor, your comedy, your juggling, everything is so, uh, appropriate and on brand for you. And we appreciate having you, uh, here with us, um, all the time, whenever you are able to support Emerald farm tours, I've loved it. Um, you know, we are, we are super, super grateful to have you in our lives and thank you for mu- so much for being a friend in Gaio.
2: Thank you for being a friend. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Thank see you. you. next Enjoy.
0: week. Enjoy. We'll see you next week and we'll catch you all at the Emerald cup.